Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Hey there, folks. It's Robin, and I'm popping in to talk to you about clean water because I'm going to be honest, I've been worrying about the contaminants in our tap water, and I knew I had to find a solution, you know, something reliable and effective. And that's when I discovered AquaTrue, and it's been a game changer for my family. AquaTrue's purifiers, they're basically like superheroes for your water, using a four-stage reverse osmosis process to tackle even the toughest contaminants. With PFAS, you know, those pesky forever chemicals making their way into nearly half of U.S. tap water, it is a relief to know that AquaTrue is certified to just kick them to the curb. Plus, their range of purifiers fits every home, from countertop setups to under-sink options. They've even got a Wi-Fi connected model for the tech savvy among us. And let's talk about those filters, okay? Long-lasting and affordable, they are a dream come true. There's no more like swapping them out every few months. AquaTrue's filters go the distance and last up to two years. Since switching to AquaTrue, 
I have noticed a huge difference. The water tastes cleaner, it's fresher, and the best part, I no longer have to worry about what's lurking in my tap water. Even my kids are drinking more water because of the ease of the countertop setup. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, our listeners are going to receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and you're going to enter the code HEADSPACE at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Go get it. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace. Until Wednesday morning. Now, I've said in the past, one of the lovely things about doing the work that I do is that I get to hear from so many people about their experience, not just of meditation, but more broadly in their life as well. And I hear the most incredible stories. But I also get to hear from a lot of people about the challenges they have, and more specifically, the challenges they have with their mind. More specifically still, within the meditation. And there are so many people who feel that either they can't meditate, they feel they're bad at meditating, maybe meditation isn't for them, maybe they're doing the wrong meditation, maybe meditation doesn't work at all. I hear so many of these different bits of feedback. And I was looking at it sort of as a whole. You know, I don't think it's really about the meditation for what it's worth. Let's take a technique like focused attention, for example, where we're just focusing on the breath. The body is breathing. The body does its own thing. We don't really need to worry too much about that. Our ability to focus, of course, we're going to be distracted a lot to begin with. That's the learning of the skill, and it's a lifelong journey. So we should be okay with that. Of course, thoughts are going to continue to come and go. So the technique itself is just a technique. Nothing too special about it. What really defines the outcome and the experience is our approach. So if we are showing up to the meditation thinking it's about stopping thoughts, then of course, it's frustrating. If when a thought arises in the mind, we're very critical and harsh and judgmental towards ourselves, of course, it's unpleasant. If we think that meditation isn't for us because of A, B and C, then again, it's not really about the meditation. That's just about how we're thinking or prioritizing our time and the activities in our life. The truth is, our approach to the exercise, I would argue, defines it entirely. And so we have to consider that the journey of meditation is less about graduating through different techniques and different levels. It's more about refining our approach, evolving our approach. Moving away from this idea of, oh, we're just showing up to do the same thing every single day. It's really not like that because the mind is not the same every day. And the assumption then is that we think, oh, oh, okay, I get it. So I'm still sitting on the side of the road sort of watching the thoughts come and go, but the traffic is different every day. But it's not just the traffic that's different. As we sit on the side of the road watching the traffic, the thoughts go by, we ourselves are different every day. Maybe we wake up in a really good mood. Maybe we wake up in a really bad mood. Being aware of how we are working with the mind, how we're observing our mind, what our attitude is on a daily basis, is such a big part of the journey. 
And the more we bring our attention to that, the easier meditation becomes. So it's not really about the technique itself. Ultimately, our experience of meditation will be defined by our approach. And needless to say, the same can be said for pretty much everything else in our life as well. So whatever you're up to today, wherever you're going next, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening and I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.